Um, this is the first podcast I'm doing with my pic- pupils dilated, pixels dilated. <laughs> if you think suicide rates are high now, wait till TikTok is unaccessible because of a power outage. LSD and shrooms are all positive drugs that make you a better person. So go out and try them. <laughs> Alright people, welcome back. It is some dumb gaijin and I am your host, the dumbest gaijin of them all, JJ, what's up? So, you know, a lot of shit has been happening recently. Um, it's been, I guess, three weeks since the last Some Dumb Gaijin, right? I am sorry for giving us please. And don't worry, I can say that shit. I lived in Japan my whole life, so it's okay. As you can see, if you're watching on the YouTubes, I've got a Mondo Charles Manson. No, I'm joking, I'm joking. Not Charles Manson beard. I'd like to think of it as the hair is Bon Jovi and the beard is like a beetle during the... Sergeant Pepper album. Yeah, something like that. That's that's kind of the look I'm going for, I think. <laughs> so what's going on? Last time I think we talked a little about China and China's coming up and sneaking up on us, if you like to say it that way. Um, this is the first podcast I'm doing with my pic- pupils dilated, pixels dilated. <laughs> okay, I got to be careful with how I'm talking on this one. But um, yeah, so a lot of crazy shit. I'm um, just doing a lot of looking at the camera, my like eyebrows are crazy. Um, <laughs> a lot of live shows, a lot of crazy stuff happening this morning. Just amazing news. The wonderful, amazing comedian Miss Pat is coming to Vancouver, British Columbia. And I bought tickets, motherfuckers. Miss Pat is amazing. If you know her stuff, watch more of it. If you don't know her stuff, check her out. Miss Pat, kick ass. I'm so pumped for these tickets, man. And uh, what else is new, man? Like, just settling into this place still. It's only been a couple months. I guess I got to tidy up, right? Uh, You know, I still got some trinkets from the old set in Japan. And, uh, you know, Japan, Japan, I miss it. I miss Japan a lot. I miss the convenience of konbinis, the convenience stores. I miss my buddies. I miss the drinking. I miss... Just the overall Asian adventure I was having, you know? But, that being said, I love being back in Canada. And mostly because weed and other things are legal here. Or maybe not legal, but you can find them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know? Things are going great if you care about that aspect of me, but if you don't give a shit and you want to get right down into the comedy, boom, killing it. Um, first month, put a video TikTok. over half a million views right now um acting in japan versus acting in canada the situation here has been hard it's hard to get an agent you know weirdly enough in japan you just sign up bam 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 you got an asian in a week you're doing commercials but here in vancouver and i'm guessing the same in hollyweird but you gotta find an agent book an agent then the asian does all the work for you and you just got to show up, do your audition, and kick ass. Well, you know what? With the, uh, with the pandemic and all that shit, uh, jobs are being scarce. But that being said, I got my first audition, baby. And I can't say what it is. Whew. Although the contracts for silence on uh, auditions are harder in Japan than in Canada. But I'm still not pushing my button. But yeah, got an audition. Gonna kick its ass. Looking forward to it.
and Dave Chappelle's special is out. Man, did I love it. It was funny. It was cool. He's sitting down. He's talking to us. You know, just like how I guess people said the old Dave Chappelle would do. He'd come into a club or a bar and he'd just sit down and shoot the shit and work material out. That's what it kind of felt like and I loved it. But now you have the trans and LGBT. I'm not making fun of it. I literally just fucked up their LGBT community coming towards Dave Chappelle and attacking him all over again, all over again. Even though in the special, he's talking about his trans friend and how he matured and won't do trans jokes anymore. And I don't know, you know, every comedian that does something on that topic seems like they're just gonna get attacked and spearheaded. You know what I mean? Just like we're all the big white Moby Dick and they're, although I guess uh, Dave Chappelle would be a black Clifford. <laughs> that's a joke if you watch the show if you didn't watch it shame on you go watch it Dave Chappelle The Closer on Netflix it's so good and uh, I think I hope it's not like his last special like he's saying because comedy needs Dave Chappelle comedy needs these comedians calling out people's bullshit and they still have to have some kind of power if they're gonna do it I mean uh my last video, I did that BTS joke. It wasn't even a good joke, but no one's making fun of BTS. And I said, you know what? Those fuckers deserve to be made fun of. So I did my joke. I did it on stage. It worked in the club. It was had people laughing. Then I uploaded on TikTok and this social justice warrior attacked it. And literally, like I said in one of my other ones, they emailed all the clubs in Vancouver trying to get me banned because of a BTS joke. So um, cancel culture strong in Canada right now. But you know, I don't care. The only hard thing is that a lot of club owners seem to pander to those people. So it's hard to get gigs in Canada if you're doing comedy that doesn't fall in the lines of a joke every 10 seconds or um, yelling out that you're bisexual. That was one thing that fucking blew my mind. Five comedians came up, said, I'm bisexual. And then boom, the crowd just exploded. And uh, just to test it out, I did a big, big bomber of a set. And then at the very end, I said, I'm bisexual. And then all of a sudden, everyone cheered for me. It was great. Not really, not really. <laughs> but to each their own. And to what I said to one other comedian, it was like, people don't know what they like until you give it to them. So the new shit. It's coming. Spin that vinyl, baby. It's hopping on down to a comedy club near you. Serving it up fresh. P -p -p fresh. Okay, I don't think I can do that cool as I think it, <laughs> it seems in my mind. But yeah, so just shit's happening. You know, it's cool to have Miss Pat. I think uh, Norm, not Norm, Mark Normand is coming by. That's going to be cool. I always fuck up his name with Norm Macdonald, and it even sucks more that we lost Norm Macdonald recently. Um, I guess I should pay my little tribute here on this vlog. I grew up in the 90s with SNL with Sand Sandler and David Spade and Norm Macdonald. That whole group of SNL was my generation, and I always loved Norm. Norm was unique, and uh, there's no one going to be like Norm. I haven't prepared this speech, I'm sorry, but yeah, Norm was one of a kind. A comedian's comedian. Um, I don't think he got the respect he deserved till way later on. But uh, Norm was always one of the best comedians. Always funny. He had that specific 
sense. And uh, he had the great comedic timing, allowing it to just go long until he wanted and then hit his punchline. So again, some of his jokes would take 20 minutes to get from point A to point B, but it's kind of the magic of Norm MacDonald. He was awesome. Just go watch the interview with Conan or basically anything Norm did. Really gonna miss him. Really deep cut to all of us comedians. And uh, I'm really, really happy at seeing how people keep putting up clips of his SNL, his Weekend Update. They're putting up clips of his stand-up. And um, sadly, you know, like when Prince died and things like that, I'm surprised that more people didn't do that. Like, they'll put up a picture and RIP, whatever, but with Norm MacDonald, man, there is just so much footage people are putting out there, paying tribute to him. Dave Chappelle also said for Norm at the end of his uh, Netflix special, like, you really see the big impact Norm MacDonald had on the world. So, um, rest in peace, man. Uh, yeah, he's gonna be missed. It's kind of... It sucks in your life when you lose, like, those heroes and those people you grew up with and loved. I mean, it's the same as losing, like, a loved one, you know? You kind of had that relationship bond, even if it's through a little TV screen or whether it's through a comedy record, you know, you were there. It feels. And uh, I never got to meet Norm Macdonald, and that's going to be one of the biggest regrets of my life. But I never had the chance, and... Uh, Always wanted to, and I can't now, so it sucks, but um, great guy, love him, and he'll live forever with the comedy we have. That's what I gotta say about that. Yeah, man, it's, it's crazy to talk about it again. You know, I talked about it with fellow comedians, I talked about it with fellow people, but I've never really said, like, my slump on it. But yeah, he's gonna be missed. Love Norm Macdonald. And, uh, yeah, let's get over that or I'm going to be rambling about forever about fucking Norm until you guys say get off his dick. Oh, shit. Shit's falling down in my house. So, yeah, if you didn't know, you, you notice yet I live on East Hastings, the ghetto of fucking Vancouver. No, I'm joking. I don't. <laughs> but, uh, might as well be. Might as well be. And then me with my beard, I just fit the whole fucking ghetto, ghetto look of this shit. Oh, yeah, I gotta stop rambling. So in other news, Kim Kardashian came out with a Freddy Krueger spandex tribute, and I guess she's coming out with a makeup line now? What the fuck? <laughs> well, I, I mean, as a fan of the Nightmare on Elm Street series and not a fan of Kim Kardashian, all I have to say is I hope that Freddy Krueger kills her and burns her alive. But I guess that's not the collab that we're going to get, even though it's the collab that we need. A little Batman tribute there. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, what do you guys think? Kim Kardashian coming out with a Freddy Krueger line, is it just me or is that completely garbage? And wasn't she the same one that did the kimono line that was cultural appropriation? Like maybe Kim Kardashian or whoever the fuck they are should start putting out their own products rather than trying to ride the coattails of something that works because they have no fucking ideas and they're brain-dead Hollywood garbage, maybe? Mm, maybe? But uh, anyways, as a Nightmare on Elm Street fan, just disappointed. And as a fashion fan, uh, 
I just wish they'd burn her down till she looked like Freddy Krueger. And yet, you know, her ass would survive and people would chop it off and put it in one of those like Futurama like head tubes where they grow things, you know? You got Rasputin's dick, you got Abraham Lincoln's head, and then you got Kim Kardashian's ass. Ugh, just the shit that us humans are gonna preserve, eh? But you know, like, I was thinking, and I believe, like, they put a lot of movies, like the uh, Space Odyssey, and then I think they put, like, Led Zeppelin records, and they made a huge, like, this is Earth capsule, right? And they sent it up. Or did they bury it? I can't remember. But anyways, you know, we made, like, a, a fucking capsule of our best art and shit. And we buried it or sent it in space. I can't remember. And uh, you gotta just think, like, if aliens find that, they'll be like, fuck, the world is amazing, dude. Like, stairway to heaven, how did humans create this? We can't kill them now. But if they find out that, you know, we have Kim Kardashian and shit, I feel like it's gonna be like Mars attacks. And they're just gonna be like, hey, we gotta eradicate this shit. The world is too fucked up. We gotta fucking bomb the shit out of this place. And, uh, sorry, I'm going to flip that over because that has confidential information. But yeah, I think Kim Kardashian in 2000 are basically the doom of the earth. And let's get into conspiracy theories. Um, <laughs> so I was telling a buddy of mine, it was uh, probably on Joe Rogan that mentioned it, but I guess China has a plan to take over the world by 2035. So for those of you that are bad at math, that is 2035, <laughs> 24 years from now. So <laughs> China has a plan to take over the world in 24 years. I'll probably dead, be dead by then, unless like they have bionics and you know, like we get super, I become Wolverine, I don't know. But hopefully I'll be dead by then. But basically China has world global domination by 2035. And that means they're planning some shit. And if you pay attention to all the shit in J China, I'm going to say Japan. Japan's like almost there though. But uh, they have like a social media kind of ranking, kind of like that Black Mirror episode where if you do a good deed, then when you enter the shop, you can get a discount or something like that. And then now we have the vaccine passport, which means if you did a good deed and get your two vaccine passports, now you can enter shops and go to concerts and stuff. Oddly similar, if I have to say. And um, China also does their one hour of video game a day. That was the other big fucking news on them. Could you imagine that if you're a gamer, you can only do one hour a day? I wonder if that applies to music too. It's like, okay, pick up your guitar and go. You can play maybe five songs and then you're done for the day, little boy. What the hell is this censorship on art? Isn't that insane? And then if you think that's bad, I'm sure comedy is super censored there. So we're basically on the same lines as China with the woke movement. And then censorship on video games, censorship on Winnie the Pooh. Like, China is cracking down. They want all the super soldiers. They want every China soldier to look like Captain America and fight the fight. Um, so only one hour of video games a day. I guess that's the limit. But you know... 
as much as I just made fun of it and as much as crazy as it seems, you got to think on the other hand, they probably have a point. If people only did one hour of video games, maybe they would do one more hour outside, one more hour of practicing an art, one more hour of going to the gym. Most likely it's one more hour of army and how to kill Americans, but if it was the other way, maybe it's a good thing. I, for one, only play like an hour or two of video games a day or a week or whatever. So to me, I mean, China rules don't affect me. All good. Make Canada China again. <laughs> I joke. I'm joking. Uh, can you imagine that? Although we already kind of have Hong Coover going on. But anyways, enough with China's global domination. That's beyond my life. And for any young viewers, that's your problem. But <laughs> what a dick move. But you know that's what every person over 30 is thinking. <laughs> They're just like, not my generation, throw it in there. Ozone layer, yeah, we're still good for 20 years, we're fine. Ice Age, eh. <laughs> That was another thing, like they say global warming will lead to the next Ice Age. And if that is true, then either we're all going to die or we're all going to be preserved like woolly mammoths and brought into a brighter future, maybe. But most likely, it's, we're all going to die, so it's not a good thing. Sorry, I'm trying to polish a turd here, but there's really no good news at all. And I mean, what was the other one? The fucking solar tsunami was one that they were talking about. So a solar tsunami will come and wipe out all our electronics and wipe out the internet. Can you imagine how bad with the millions and billions of TikTok users... If you think suicide rates are high now, wait till TikTok is unaccessible because of a power outage. Shit is gonna hit the fan on godlike levels. And then you add on to that if the possibility of a solar tsunami, I don't know why I did that either, but if the possibility of a solar tsunami happens, if it wipes out all electricity, not only will TikTok bomb, but all Gmail, all fucking Facebook, Twitter, everything. We got to go back to carrier pigeons and going, <laughs> throw that pigeon out there and deliver your message to grandma or whatever. Which to me, I think is kind of cool. I would actually like to have like dogs, like a big fucking basket hound with the big cheeks go and carry your thing. Or what was that St. Bernard that had like the little alcohol bottle he would carry around his neck to like, Am I even saying shit that exists or is that just from a movie? You know what I mean? The St. Bernard that had like the, the barrel on his neck that could, could carry alcohol to people, you know, that needed saving. Tell me you know what I'm talking about. Don't tell me that I'm just fucking crazy. <laughs> and it was from one movie I watched one time. But I swear that happened. So we relied on animals more. We relied on nature more. So getting rid of the internet, eh. I don't have a million followers, so it doesn't affect me. And maybe it's a good thing. So let the world burn so I can prosper. That's, that's just what it comes down to. Now I'm joking. I don't want the world to burn. But <laughs> if the world had to burn, I'm just saying, I'm zen. I'm good. I can handle it. Can you? That was like a propaganda attempt at whatever. Maybe I am too high to do this podcast today, but actually I didn't do anything today. It was from all the shit I did yesterday. And um, 
not doing drugs for 15 years. I come back to Canada and lo and behold, I found a new hobby. But uh, you know you're kind of having a problem with drugs when you wake up in the morning and you spend four hours on looking at glow-in-the-dark and UV blacklight tapestries. You know, once in a while you get a wake-up call that you got to admit is something that maybe you should look into a bit. <laughs> now nah, I'm good, I'm good. Just LSD shrooms and weed, that's all. Not even drinking alcohol anymore. I can't even remember the last... Oh, yeah, I did. I drank on my birthday a couple weeks ago. But besides for my birthday, maybe like once every six months, I'll slam some rum and JD or something, you know. But I'm good with the alcohol. I'm good with the alcohol. Unless I'm chilling with friends and shit, then, you know, maybe I'll get back on it. But what I'm saying is don't worry. I'm good. LSD and shrooms are all positive drugs that make you a better person. So go out and try them. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe not. But I'm cool. Alright, but enough about me and enough about my rambles on. But some dumb gaijin, we're back. We're going to be doing more episodes. I'm going to have more topics planned rather than me just giggling and going, Wah. but yeah, I hope you enjoyed today's show. And um, good things are coming. I know I always say that, but hey, my life is pretty fucking rad. So guys, stay tuned. Good things coming. Check you next time. Peace, peace.